excellent movie adventures. Whoa. <laughs> Taking my mic away from me. I was hoping you weren't going to look and just start talking. <laughs> Welcome to another evening with Thomas hey. Pickle. Hello. And me, Zach. How are you doing, Zach? I'm great. You look very well rested, like you had a nap. Right took my nap, I did. <laughs> <laughs> took my hour nap. Getting old. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, we talked about this already, but HBO Max came out. Yes, it did. Oh, man, they added so much content. <laughs> they are not a sponsor of ours, though, HBO, if you would like to sponsor us, uh, you can email us at... <laughs> Excellent movie adventures <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, that's they right. Hit us up with them through free monthly. They just need to get more platforms authorized. Dude, my whole house is full of Roku and they're not authorized yet. Well, I already liked HBO and then I logged into it for the first time like like I said about 2 days ago and man, there was so much stuff on there and I was stoked. <laughs> yeah, there's a I lot. I saw Fresh Prince and I wasted 2 days. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, they got a ton of stuff. They got your favorite show. Friends. Friends. I know. Yeah. And hopefully it's the uh, unedited ones. Uh, I what? Mean, what? Yeah, most the most the TV shows are edited for length. Oh yeah, for time. Yeah, yeah for time and everything. And I think if I remember right, Netflix when they put them on there, they were unedited. So every episode was like the 35, full 40 minutes instead huh. of just your normal. So you get the 20. crappy jokes as long as you can. <laughs> you get all the stuff they deemed not <laughs> yeah. worthy. <of> yes. <laughs> It might not be that long. Well, sometimes I think, you do lose good stuff, like maybe a good joke that's, yeah. you know, not really yeah. necessary to the story or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think every episode went from like, what, 20, 25 minutes? Cause you're, and then it jumped to like maybe a half an hour, 35 minutes. I'll tell you what, there's so. like two whole verses of the Fresh Prince intro yeah, song. Dude. It's I a long never yes. heard before. Yeah. I was like singing along with it, just sitting in my chair, enjoying my... Nice cold drink, ready for some Fresh Prince. And all of a sudden, I was not singing along with the lyrics anymore. Uh-huh. It was different. <laughs> it was like yeah. only for maybe what, the first season, I think they did that. And then it's they, not they even every episode. No. Yeah. It's like the first two episodes, and then they shorten it, and then it comes back for a few episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they lengthened it because they didn't have enough time or what. You oh, know, maybe. I don't know what they did, but they definitely ditched it later on because <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it before. That yeah, I can remember. I've, yeah, like one verse is talking about him on the airplane or something. I yeah, think, and before and that, his yeah. mom's packing his suitcase yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, packing the scoot- suitcase. He's on the airplane. Yeah. I'll tell you this, I'm not learning those lyrics. <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> That's why they got cut. <laughs> it's not as good as the rest of the song. It's yeah, really it's not. Just, it's literally just a time filler. Uh-huh. He'd be saying it different if they kept it the whole time. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Then it'd be just as good. <laughs> I'll tell you what they need to add, though. They need to figure out a way on HBO to skip the intros. Oh, like they do on Netflix? Yeah, because no. Netflix, they still, they've still still figured out a way to show the cold open, and then you can skip the uh-huh. opening credits yeah. or the opening song and go in, and HBO doesn't have that feature yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like every time I watch one, I watch the cold open, <laughs> like the little setup for the rest of the story, and then the Fresh Prince song starts, which I do enjoy, yeah. but then... Like, if I'm watching multiple episodes, it gets old pretty quick, and you can't skip it, you know? And their fast-forward or, like, searching yeah. through thing isn't as seamless as Netflix's. It's, like, it has a little more I lag. I wonder if that'll yeah. come with time, because I think Disney Plus, when it came out, they didn't do that. And I think, I could be wrong, but I believe you can do that with yeah. Disney Plus now, where you can skip through the mm. I don't really watch shows I on Disney say, Plus, so I don't know. I skip do. most all of that. <laughs> I watch grown-up stuff. 
Disney Plus is grown up. Eh, it's for your kid at heart. I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I do like Disney Plus. But there's a lot of crap on yeah. Disney Plus. Like, ne- none of these platforms are exempt. They all have some oh, really yeah. terrible Absolutely. things. But, like, Disney has a lot of crap. <laughs> like, and they're like... The scales well, are pretty balanced. Uh, <laughs> crap and not crap. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also, they're, like, editing stuff weird. Yeah. Like, they edited out The Simpsons. They and fixed it. They, what was it? The one with the mermaid girl? Yeah, there was some mermaid girl where they edited yeah, the video they, and cropped it. So that it, like... They like copied and pasted the bottom foot of her hair so that they could yeah. like video Under paste it over her naked butt. And you don't <laughs> even see that much of the original. Yeah. And like yeah, everyone know, freaked out, so I think they changed it back. I know the Simpsons they fixed it. Everything's back to its original. Yeah, just leave it how it is, yeah. man. If you're gonna I mean, buy I heard the product, something happened on Netflix recently with uh, Back to the Future. Like yeah, through so magazines and they like edit it out. Like it's a, uh, in the what is it? Magazine. In oh, the, it's okay. in the first one or the second one where he sneaks into the office and he finds the he has his that book of sports and he goes open it and it's that ooh la la and he goes ooh la la ooh la la and he kind of gets uh, gets frustrated and then throws the magazine down or whatever and yeah they edit that out completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw like a tweet that they were putting that back though. So yeah. Uh, what, who? Not I think me. it was like an Wasn't edited version for who, China or something like who's that. Who's the producer of that? I don't know. Whoever the directors and producers, I don't think it was like something they meant to end up on Netflix. Oh. They just sent. Yeah. They just sent Netflix a version, not realizing that it was another country's edit. It was like China's edit. Yeah, because they like didn't that. want it in the film or something. Yeah. yeah. So, but they fixed it or whatnot. Hmm. But whoever the I can't remember who the producer is of it. Um. Anyways, he was just like. This needs to be deleted. Like, this is the stupidest thing. This version, I don't know where it came from, but it needs to be deleted. This needs to be getting rid of. Um, I don't know. I really didn't watch much else this week. I started watching Space Force right before I got here. Oh, is that up now? Yeah. I think it came What's out today. Yeah. Netflix. 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 It has a huge, huge cast. Like, remarkable cast. And then it's... I don't know. I've only gotten in an episode and a half. And it's, Was it funny? Or no? It's kind of funny, but you can tell they're still setting everything up. There's a lot to get through. So I'm going to give it at least two more episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. Is it filmed like... Because I've seen a lot of comparisons to like... And I think it's just because of the two people that are from The Office and Parks and Rec that are in it. Yeah. Is it filmed it, like that? Not entirely. Like documentary style? No, no? not really. Okay. Um, it's kind of quirky, but it's not like those words documentary style. It's its own thing. But it's Steve Carell acting kind of a bumbling idiot, but he's a smart bumbling idiot and just kind of out of his depth of elements. And I don't, it was pretty good so far. Hmm. The ending of the first episode was pretty funny. Yeah, when I get some more free time to watch another show, I might give it a shot. Um, anyways, we had another, uh, Fan requests some a topic this time, right? Not a specific movie. Yeah, just a just a discussion topic. You want to tell us what it was? Yes, I sure can. Since you brought it to our attention. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got to find it first. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so one might think he could remember what it was, since that was our assignment for the week. You yeah. think? <laughs> no. So the 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 request was. 
Uh, three movies that affected you deeply, one positive, one negative, and one of any significance. See, I thought this was really hard for me to figure out my three because for me, movies are just for entertainment. So I, none of them really have a huge impact on me that I could think of. I mean, there's probably some where once I hear it or see it again, I'm like, oh my gosh. But I mean, I've got a couple off the back of my head, but I don't know. Yeah, so for me, movies have always been... I don't know, like, uh, I mean, yeah, they're entertainment, but they're also, like, stories to me. You know what I mean? So, um, and I mean, I do take things from them, and, I mean, obviously, I quote movie lines all the time and, like, throughout my day and stuff, you know, so I remember a lot of things. really freaking annoying. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You love it. You know you do. (laughs) Um, But I never really thought of it this way, you know what I mean? Like. What had like a movie that had a like both of them were hard, like a mm-hmm. movie that had a negative impact or a positive impact, like a movie that just stuck with me that I really like. I just take that to be, you know, like you know, maybe something yeah. that's in your top five or your top ten or whatever, mm-hmm. like just a movie you love, you can watch it whenever, right? Yeah, but um, to that, like actually think like a movie that maybe changed your life in some way, mm-hmm. it was hard to think of something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think I don't know if I'm thinking too deeply on it, but. Kind of overthinking it, but like I don't know. Yeah, it's well. Hard I think concept. you have to kind of overthink. You have the, to a little subject, bit. Yeah, yeah. But I've never gone into a movie and been like, "Oh my god, this is opened my life. eyes." Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you, Zach? It was kind of easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I got the assignment. Yeah, down. I, I definitely. I I didn't struggle with it actually. There's there's been a couple movies that really impactful. Yeah, yeah. the negative one was harder for me. Yeah, definitely. Because generally, See, like, if I don't like a movie, I just won't watch it again. I until just I, like, put it out of my, out of my head yeah. and just remember that it sucks. <laughs> but, um, so I tried to think of, like, movies that I do like. Yeah, I can't That across. I don't really rewatch. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good movie, so I, and I added it to my collection because I think it's a great film. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm not going to watch it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. kind of how I thought of it. Yeah. And the reason why I won't watch it again, you know? Yeah, and I started thinking of, like, movies like um, Schindler's List, like, really deep, impactful, right, yeah, like, holy sure. crap. But then it's just like, yeah, but I don't really think about it. I never really... Well, I think it... Maybe maybe not, like, a scene from that movie well, yeah, can yeah, change yeah. your life, but I think that movie can change lives because it brings something... I mean... Absolutely, it's... We grew up learning about, given, like, those atrocities yeah, and stuff, right? Given in the school, context of it, absolutely. But you see it, and I think it does imprint it on you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. Show the difference. I mean, by that standard, what I think of something that really actually affects me when I think about it is um, Saving Private Ryan, where they're storming the beach and everything. My grandfather was D-Day plus two, and so he was there when there was all the bodies Mm -hmm. still on the beaches and the ocean or the sea was red. And so when I watch those films, I think about that. I was like, my dad or my granddad was in this like in this area and he was in the battle of the bulge and like a lot of the big battles they have all these movies about and he survived it so it's for me like thinking about that is like holy crap and then there's a little bit more connection that way but i don't think of necessarily any specific movie and so for me it was a little bit of a hard subject to kind of think about what are my favorite top things but but with that zach let's start with you so we'll just start with the one topic, the positive. Okay. We'll go with the round. So we're going to 
So should we go positive and Let's then do, negative and then just the middle film afterwards? Because I want to sure. end the podcast yeah. on a negative No, note. we'll just go positive, negative. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go around the back. We're just like, thanks for the bummer this week. Right? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Join us next week for another downer. <laughs> Oops, that's me. Attaboy, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just go around, around the table. We'll start with positive and then just kind of go through the list. Okay, sure. So my positive, and then you guys might find this funny Might i'm gonna not. laugh if we have like the same movie somewhere because <laughs> no. we, we didn't like communicate what films right yeah yeah this one you guys won't have the same as me so my positive and um and i'll explain why is click okay, okay. um I, I i'll bet i could guess why but i'll listen <laughs> let's hear your guess first uh, just because the guy's rushing through his life and then he has to slow down and realize what he lost touche no, so um, I uh, at the moment, yeah. at the moment when I watched this movie, I was actually going through a weird time in my life. Um, uh, just to kind of go on to it, just lightly, um, being of the LDS faith, serving mission, I actually chose to come home early from my mission, and I just was in a weird time, weird space. My head was everywhere, and I had watched this movie, and I don't know why. But I connected deeply with it. Like I, by the end of the movie, I was like bawling. I was in tears. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it, I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, towards you know, the end, it is really sad. How dare he treat his neighbors like that? <laughs> <laughs> I assume that you related with the redheaded neighbors. No descendants from well, the yes. family Doyle's. <laughs> the Doyles. Doyles. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, kidding. by the end of the movie, I mean, spoiler alert. You know, this vision that he has yeah you know he 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 basically dies i mean the whole purpose of the movie is he starts fast forwarding through his life to get to better moments in his life and then realizes that you know he's fast forwarded through so much and at the time i connected deeply with it and i'm like you know it's my life where am i going have i fast forwarded through things am i just taking things lightly and you know then for a while there it kind of went out of out of focus and then i had kids and now with my kids, I honestly, I watch this movie once or twice a year. Yeah. And with my kids, it actually makes me think, like, am I focusing too much on my job? Am I focusing too much on my life and not worrying about my kids? I mean, and it's it's funny because during part of the movie, um, he fast-forwarded so fast, and then, you know, he tells them, like, I can't remember the kids' show that's on. But he's like, hey, do you guys want to watch this show? And they're like, Phew. We don't watch that anymore. And he goes, what? I got through this era of life or whatever. He goes, you guys yeah. don't watch this anymore? It's like Dragon Tales. He's like, yeah. I don't, it's not the Dragon Tales phase anymore. And I look at my kids. My kids loved Paw Patrol. Yeah. Love Paw Patrol. <laughs> they don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Like that phase of their life is gone. And you it's can like. You watch it with me. Okay. My kids still watch it. I love Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good show. Though. It actually, out of all the kids shows to watch, it's not a bad show yeah. to watch. But. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that one it's just kind of been impactful in my life. Makes yeah, me makes that. me look to think. You know, are you fast forwarding through things? Are you focusing on the wrong things? You know, you need to focus your life on the correct things and make sure you're living your life where it needs to be lived. Because you yeah. only get one shot at it. Yeah, I, I feel that a lot because you know, with my work schedule, I work all the time in mm -hmm. seven days a week, and so especially in the springtime, it's hard, especially in Jackson. And so every night I'll go in there, I'll talk to him just like laying in his bed. And sometimes he's awake, sometimes he's not. And so when he's awake, I'll talk to him and just be like, buddy, I miss you. And like, we just 
talk and kind of catch up and keeps me grounded a little bit instead of just focusing on, you know, just what I got to do. Got to get these orders out. Got to do this and that. And it just makes it better. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. <laughs> I made a good choice for once. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas? Oh, Pickle's about to hit oh. the button. <laughs> you I can never remember, remember which one. one. Excellent! Nice. Boom. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I get those two buttons flipped around all the time. I don't know why. Yeah. I can remember where most of the other ones are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for me, for my good movie that was impactful, um, like I said, it was kind of hard for me to choose just one, but I started thinking about um, Logan. I mean, we talked about it earlier in another one, but it's just, for me, I don't know, I just, that was actually a show where it made me want to cry towards the end. Like, he's a reluctant hero, and he's trying to do what's right, and he's trying to help everyone else kind of get to where they need to go in their life, and he's always been helping people, but not always, and for me, it was just, I don't know why, it was just sad. Um, it was a was pretty a heavy, movie. it was a really heavy um film and then towards the end where he finally has the connection to his you know daughter um he's holding up air yeah air quotes yeah air quotes and throwing karate chops and then just seeing (laughs) her and just like so sad and just like weeping over this guy who's been her protector and stuff and it just made me feel just terrible. It's just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to leave my kids like that, you know? And so, I don't know. I don't really have a good pick for this. So no, this is I, a hard... I think that's a good one because it's also the same thing too. It's, I felt like it was really heavy and sad because you realize, you know, Wolverine's not the same Wolverine that he yeah, used to be. Yeah, he's aging, and he's, he's dying. He's still, you know, even though he's dying, he's still trying to take care of Professor X. Yeah. And this girl, There's a, and it's costing him so much. Yeah, there's you know, finality to yeah. it. Yeah. And so, and it's the same thing. Like, I don't think he really got the life that he wanted either. No, absolutely not. So. But. All right, Pickle. Now you're going to have something heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, originally, what I was going to watch for this section was going to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Just because, like, I was thinking, you know, it had a positive impact on me. Pickle wanted like, to be a ninja. All I wanted to do when I was a little kid was <laughs> yeah. be a ninja. Like, I remember, like, begging for karate lessons and <laughs> going to maybe, like, two or three. I don't know. I assume my parents probably couldn't afford karate lessons at the yeah. time, so they'd take me to, like, a free one here or there. Yeah. And I always thought it was, like, the coolest <laughs> thing. Um, I had this friend growing up that was his parents had him taking karate lessons, and so he had, like actual weapons in his bedroom and stuff like nunchucks and like the sigh and he had like safety swords and stuff he's a kid you know what i mean but like he had like pictures from actual like meets that he would go to and like you know his belts hung on the wall and stuff like that and i just remember thinking like that's so cool and as a kid i loved anything ninja related (laughs) it didn't matter what it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the three ninjas, <laughs> surf ninjas, like anything ninjas, I was going to watch it. And some of those movies are really bad. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. But at the time, I did not care. If it was ninja related, I was all about yeah. it. Like, I even liked the Foot Clan, man. They were cool looking ninjas. They were cool. Um, I was going to say, there was, did you watch that one? It's weird. It's like kangaroo ninjas. 
Uh, I do know what you're talking about. I have seen that movie, but I don't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called either, but I, I remember my brother loved like that movie. It's like something Warriors or the Warriors of some, yeah. some weird My brother loved that movie. I hated that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just popped it. up and I was like, ah, Ninja Kangaroos. Hmm. Um, that being said, I did not end up watching that movie. Um, I don't know. I ended up picking The Truman Show. Because oh, I that's do a really good one. love that film. Truman Show is really um, good. And it didn't just have an impact on my childhood. Like, now, I'm a grown-up. I don't do any ninja things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but the Truman Show, it's just... I don't know. Something about it just it just gets to me every time I watch it. And I did rewatch that movie this week. Warriors of Virtue. Yes. Yeah, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's called. Kangaroo Ninjas in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just like this movie. I guess the positive impact that it had on me is like, um, for the longest time, and I think this happens to everyone when you're like, you know, a teenager or really impressionable, you know, as a kid or a young adult, like you think you know something, you know, mm-hmm. and then I don't know, one day you like look at something from a different per- point of view and it kind of opens your eyes and maybe you were wrong about, you know, a certain thing or whatever. And, um, I don't know, this movie, I feel like it just kind of teaches you to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because Truman, he's just living his life. You know what I mean? These people have engineered his life for him, and he's just cruising along, cruising along. And then finally, one day, something crazy out of the weird, blue weird happens. Yeah. Yeah. The sky falls, essentially. Uh, Just a a light, a parkhand falls. And he's like, doesn't know what to think of it. You know what I mean? And then he's in his car, and they're like, oh, a plane was dropping parts all over the city. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Which kind of reminds me of Donnie Darko, how that yeah. jet engine falls through that house and kills him. But Not seen um, that. Well, oh, man. well, spoiler. All right. <laughs> and uh, um, anyway, then, you know, he ends up seeing his dad, and other weird stuff happens. I don't remember how... It, like where each thing happens, but yeah. like the radio goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he notices the people on a loop and yeah. the, the people around him seem to be talking to no one. Yeah. And they're all holding their ears and they're talking. Well, yeah, but not only that, but like there's a scene where like his wife is talking to him and she's just like, Oh yeah. Why not, you let me not fix even you a, a dr- glass of Moco code drink. Yeah, not even looking at him. Yeah, she's looking he's somewhere like, else. Who, who are you talking to? Uh huh. There's nobody else here. Who are you talking to? And, um, you know, seeing, like, his whole world crash down around him because he didn't have his eyes open, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was yeah. being tricked by all these other people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he ends up with, like, nothing real in his life. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I think it's just a good thing for everyone to, you know, like, don't be... I mean, maybe it's kind of a weird take to take on this movie, but, like, you know, don't be so closed-minded. Like, yeah, you might think one way mm-hmm. about a subject, mm-hmm. but actually try to see it from like somebody else's point of view or whatever. I like to think about the friend yeah. in the movie because, um, I actually have kind of a theory that maybe he was switched out <laughs> possibly twice as Truman got older. Um, but it would both times when he was a kid, because as they're talking, he's like, Oh yeah, one summer I went away to whatever. And then there was another summer where he got really sick and had, like, oh, okay. pneumonia or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Truman didn't see him, and he missed, like, a month of school. And so it's possible that they switched that actor out. But if they didn't, that guy's been with Truman since he was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Which, that's when they met, essentially. Yeah. And so it's like, that guy, he, even he does a beer commercial in the movie. 
And he's obviously the guy on the ground who's like doing the bidding of the dude who's running everything, you know, yeah. the, the director of the show. But how could you be with, like, how could, as a child, how could you not befriend Truman? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I like to, th- like, one of the more interesting things about that movie to me is what's going on in his head, you know, because if it is the same kid and they didn't switch him out during one of those times when he was gone or whatever, then how could he not actually care for Truman? Even yeah. if you can't know anybody for that yeah, long a period of time without long. learning to love them. You know yeah. what I mean? Unless you like well. truly loathe that person. You know what I mean? I got a few people. But at that point, why wouldn't he just quit his job yeah, and go exactly. do something else, right? Like the dude is being paid to portray a, you know, a, 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 caring, ben- yeah. Yeah, a vending machine guy and a caring friend. You know, mm-hmm. and he, I think he does care about Truman. Like, yeah, when he's talking to him and having that heart to heart talk after uh, he walks in on, well, he gets told to go break up Truman and his wife who are about to fight because he realizes that she's, it's that same scene where he's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. There's nobody here. Yeah. And he grabs like the, pe- she grabs the peeler thing to like defend herself and he snatches it away from her. And then the door opens and he's like terrified. He doesn't know what to think because he thinks. Everyone is in on it. He sees the picture of his wife at the wedding with her fingers crossed and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's just like, he doesn't know what's real. They're looking at photo albums and it looks like super fake and stuff, you yeah. know? And yeah, um, the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> you know, the friend is basically telling him, like, hey, if everybody else, if everybody's in on it, then that would mean I'd have to be in on it too. And like, he sounds sad. And Truman is like, just, yeah. At that moment in the film, he's like heartbroken because he recognizes this guy as his one, the one true best friend that he really has. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it might be not real, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. And I think that, it, I guess what I take from it is if you've got your head in the sand and you're not paying attention to what go, what's going on, you'll end up with nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I don't want to end up that way. I want to have friends <laughs> and not have to <laughs> sail a boat through a brick wall in order to get some, you know? Um, but I just think, that movie is so good and it's so well written. It's got a great musical score and the, like the highs and lows of the film just, yeah, it carries you through it. Like that movie it's, I mean, I guess I would say it's a dramedy, but to me it's more of a drama than a comedy though. It is hilarious. Yeah. Like that movie, it just carries you. Like the second mm-hmm. you start watching this you movie, get invested you care that. about that character so much. You watch all the way through to the end. You're just like the people it's showing in the yeah. movie watching Truman. Like, you're mm-hmm. just like the audience. And, I don't know, it's just an interesting movie, and I think it has a really important life lesson. Think, so I think another good lesson out of it is do you. Do what makes you happy. And that's what yeah, Truman started doing is he started yeah, doing he, what he was, was doing everything for everybody else for yeah. the longest time. And it know? was he started doing things for him and catching on to things. And, and it even kind of points to that at the end where he – Ends up walking out, you know, in case I don't see you. Good, good morning, good evening, and good night. Good afternoon, yeah. good evening, sorry. and good night. She's going to ruin one tagline of that sorry. whole movie. <laughs> Anyways, he, uh, you know, and then he ends up walking out, and it shows the people who were watching it going, oh, well, wonder what else them, is on now, and then them, they start changing the channel. Yeah, and well, it's initially, like, everyone is, like, cheering, but then the show's over. Yeah, so yeah, they have to change yeah and the then they, they change the channel, and it's just like, you know, the same thing happens. You can do as much as you want in life. You can try to people please and everything, and... A lot of times people are going to, after it's all said and done, they're going to be like, okay, what's all right, next? Yep, what's next? Yeah. I'm done. true. Done. You See you later. Gotta, you got to mm-hmm. do things for you yourself. Know? So you got to learn to do things yeah. for yourself as well. 
So anyway, that was my positive. I idea. was really hoping you would have picked that one because I wanted to cover it. In oh, a really? Detailed episode, but <laughs> well, we can. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I can. didn't cover the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just hit some points. I didn't. Yeah. Really, yeah. I didn't break down the film. Or yeah. Anything. <laughs> All right. So what's next, Zachary? Negative. What's your, what's your bummer. Bummer. Your bummer bum. bum us out. Man. So <laughs> this one is the one I struggled with, and I actually kind of took it in a different turn. Uh, the movie I chose was The Exorcist. Okay. This. Which one? The first one. The original one. Yes. The okay. original Exorcist. This is the only movie that I have ever walked out on. Really? Yes. You couldn't have seen this in theaters, though. That no. was older than you are. No, I was watching it with the group. I was... <laughs> I, I mean, was it's older than all of us. We're the same age. Uh, right? <laughs> no, so I uh, was watching it with a group of friends one night, and I remember uh, my curfew was midnight. Normally, if I'd call my parents and say, hey, I'm going to be a little bit later, like 1 o'clock, 1.30, they'd be like, all right, that's fine, no big deal. So we're in the middle of watching this. <laughs> See, my parents would have been like, like hell, you'll be here at 11.50. <laughs> It's so funny, the difference in our backgrounds, because I wouldn't have called, and yeah. I'd have been just fine. <laughs> like, nobody was going to say anything. Yeah, my, my parents didn't care as long as I called. Hey, you know, I'm going to be a little bit later. They'd be like, all right, that's fine. Like, I legitimately could have gone to hang out with Thomas, and he's like, hey, you want to sleep over? I could have slept over, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but I remember watching it with them, with a couple of my buddies, and I just got this huge sense of uneasement. Just yeah. the whole entire time I'm watching it. And it got to the point, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, it got to a point where the girl does that weird crab walk down the stairs mm-hmm. and yeah. twists her head and all that crap. And like, <laughs> I about lost it. I was like, oh, okay, this is like <laughs> demon artwork here. Like, I, yeah. I can't. And um, it was coming up on midnight, and my buddies were like, hey, we want to finish this because I had rented the movie. Oh, okay. And they were like, we want to finish it. And they're like, call, call your mom. And so I'm like, okay. So I went in the other room and I answered the, you know, called my mom and I said, Hey, um, can I, can I stay a little bit longer? And she goes, yeah, that's fine. And I said, can I stay a little bit longer? <laughs> and she goes, uh, I take it. You don't want to. And I said, and I kind of whispered, I was like, tell me I got to come home. And she's like, no, you need to come home. All right, guys, sorry, I got to go home. And I ended up grabbing the movie. I left. Like, why, would you, why wouldn't you just fake the phone call? I was call and just going to say that. I'm not that He's too smart. honest and nice. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm too honest and nice. And so, anyways, yeah, I, I went and grabbed the movie. And this is back when Blockbuster had their, you could rent two movies out at a time for like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. And return them whenever you wanted. And just kind of one of those revolving things. And I hurry and ran down to Blockbuster as quick as I could before they closed, went and returned it, grabbed another movie, went home, watched that. <laughs> and, but I, to this day, I haven't really picked it up or finished it. I just got a horrible feeling watching that movie. Yeah. Didn't feel good, didn't feel right. And so, I mean, I, like I said, I kind of took a little different take on this. And, that's the only thing I can think of. Literally the only movie I've really ever walked out on. Hmm. So. My movie kind of like that was The Omen, except I didn't walk out. I was fine with it. But Ashley and one of our other friends I went to see it with us, they were like, yeah, I don't feel good about this. I was like, oh, okay. More popcorn <laughs> for me. It's, so it's weird. I feel like, and I don't know what it is, because like I've, I've obviously I've seen a, a lot of horror films. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, there's definitely stuff that I can't watch because like 
you know, if somebody's like peeling back the skin off someone's fingernails or something like that, yeah. like, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, I got to turn my head away. Like, it's just too gross. Um, we really need to get a camera. In there. <laughs> but, um, you know, most of it, I understand that it's fake and I can tell, you know, yeah. for the most part, if it's not like something to do with your fingers or your toes or like your eyes or like a needle of some kind, I can handle it for the most part. You yeah. know what I mean? Like weird, gross stuff. I'm pretty okay. But for some reason, those kind of movies, the ones that are about like spiritual, spiritual, stuff. like religious kind of stuff, yeah. they have this other effect on me. It's almost like I feel the back of my head starts to get yeah. like really warm mm-hmm. and hot almost. And it's, um, for me, I mean, I wasn't as, that movie is scary, uh, The Exorcist. But for me, it was The Exorcism of Emily Rose oh, yeah, that did yeah. that to me. And, like, I could just feel, like, while I'm watching this, it's almost like someone put their hands on the back of my head and, like, their hands are, like, really warm. Yeah. And then they just, like, spread their hands out over yeah. your head. I don't know if that's, like, a feeling you guys get. but Well, and that's... It's, I, uh, it's like a physical feeling. You know? yeah, it's not, like, absolutely. just stick to your you stomach or, like, something squeamish. Weird. It's mm-hmm. something weird going on. And I don't think that there's actually some demon in the theater or anything there like that. Be. But I think they have... A, those movies have a weird way of, like... They get inside your head. They and trigger they, something they, in you mentally. Yeah, they they're they're, they're a very different kind of terror. Than, yeah, it's an emotional type response. Yeah, because it's it's almost like I don't know. It's like undermining. Like, I don't know. An underlying I, I, yeah, fear of the. It's hard yeah. to explain how it is. That being said, I do like both of those movies, yeah. and I would watch them again. But which ones? Exorcism and Exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't think I've seen Exorcism of Emily Rose. I thought I, it was. Um, I'll bet you have. I don't think I. That actually... movie would have came out when you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember school. it. Um, I basically a movie that did that too. I, and I think we talked about this before. It's called The Right, and it's mm. with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. And it's, I know what movie you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's based off true stories. Uh, from the Vatican Mm -hmm. and basically this priest or uh, Anthony Hopkins is an exorcist. I don't think I've seen it, but I'm I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. He goes and actually conducts and, and there's a, well, there's this guy who's from the Vatican gets sent out to help Anthony Hopkins, um, kind of learn from him to be an exorcist. They go to this house, perform an exorcism. And basically that demon, whatever it is, ends up latching onto Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) And this guy who's learning from him actually now has to perform you know a thing and it's actually based off a true story saying i'm even getting chills just talking about it that's just because it's cold down here (laughs) but that one even like the same thing i actually bought that one and i (laughs) never watched watched it (laughs) i watched it once and it sat on my shelf great movie scared the crap out of me just because of that type of supernatural thriller type thing and it's it's the same thing i kind of get that same notion out of it that's like all right. It's not as bad as I felt with the exorcist because mm-hmm. I felt like the exorcist was pushing it beyond its boundaries, but hmm. that might be so good though. Yeah. Just from a technical standpoint, what they could do is amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that movie's supposed to be like cursed. It yeah, really like is. A bunch of people died. It is. There was a bunch of people who died there. Yeah. yeah. That right. I don't know all cursed. the details. Yeah. If somebody knows you can send it to us. We'll maybe read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely read it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You will read it. <laughs> Thomas is in charge of reading all of our mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for me, the bad negative. So I had two. I had my first one was uh, a scary one. 
at least for me, Poltergeist, the original one. I have Ooh. not seen that. Dude, the scene with oh, the clown. I've only, I've only seen yeah. the remake. <sighs> like, t- I've never really been, like, super uh, scared of, like, clowns. Like, I do agree. Yeah. Clowns are scary. But, like, I've never had, like, this crippling fear like other people have yeah. had, you know. But I, I agree they can be scary. But that clown in Holy that movie, crap. that toy, yeah. that scared the crap out of me when I was a little <laughs> kid. That was so scary. Yeah. Like, he's, like, got his long, gangly arms all wrapped mm-hmm. around him and that weird, smiley face. So when That's I, horrifying. Yeah. Him and the clown <laughs> fireman from the Brave Little Toaster are oh, the okay. two scariest clowns I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Took me a second to remember who the clown fireman was. Yeah. I remember You know that. what I'm yes. talking about. <laughs> you can't unsee it. So for me, though, when it, we watched this, it was me and my friend, and we were both the youngest in our families, and so we were supposed to be... We weren't supposed to be at his house, but his parents were supposed to have been home. But they went out for a date, and so I don't know where his older siblings were. And so it was just me and him, and we were probably like eight eight or nine maybe, and we just decided to watch this movie because his parents said, this is a scary movie. We're like, okay, perfect. And so we started watching it, and both of us were terrified halfway through the film. But the part that really got me is the face-pilling scene where he goes and uh, Craig T. Nelson goes into the bathroom, and he's, like, looking, and he washes his face, and then all of a sudden it just shows in the mirror him ripping off his face down to the bone, and there's, like, chunks of, like, blood and tissue that was supposed to be falling in the sink. you ever seen the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. I have not seen that. It's awesome. Do them of your rules. <laughs> but... Sorry, it just reminded yeah. me of that because his face like peels off, you know? Yeah. And so that part, and I rewatched it yesterday, just that scene. I was like, yeah, this is still gross looking, man. Practical effects, that's why. Yeah, but I mean, it's not as good as, you know, other horror. I mean, shouldn't say good, as gross as other horror things nowadays, but man, it's still gross. And so that terrified me as a kid. And then we go all the way through that movie. Movie altogether is terrifying. And then. Get done with it, my friend. I told looks you at guys me. about that movie. How like... I was just going to bring it up. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But uh, so hold your horses, pickle. So Didn't we guy... talk about that once already on this podcast. No, me and you talked about it oh, off okay. recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, because we were talking about Poltergeist for something else. But uh, anyway, so me and my friend we get done watching this, and it's late at night. Late seems like to us, but it was dark at least, and so. He looks at me and goes, you want to watch Popeye? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we need to watch something different. And so we watched Popeye. And then for legit, like, I don't know, two weeks after that, I kept thinking about the Like the, the cartoon face. or the Robin Williams Popeye movie? Cartoon. Oh, okay. We didn't have the, the Robin Williams one. It's yet, not a good movie. But no, it's not. I That movie has a special place in my heart because I had it as a kid. Yeah. And I like loved Popeye. Perfect, so. It's like a like, perfect cast for it, though. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to what but, you were saying. But, uh, yeah, so for like a week or two weeks, I remembered that scene over and over in my head whenever I'm trying to sleep, close my eyes, and then just face peeling. It's just like, and I scratched my face, and I was like, oh, God, what if I'm doing it too? <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified to scratch my face for a while. I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> what? This is from that Popeye movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But the point that I think you're getting to is there's the scene where the mom's in the water. Mm-hmm. With all the dead bodies. Yeah. They had real dead legit. bodies. Yeah, and they didn't yeah. tell her about that. Yeah. Yeah. That scene is so gross when you go back and watch it. If you know, those are real dead bodies. Yeah, real so I remember Ugh. as a kid thinking, like, that's scary too, but not as bad as the clown, you know? Yeah. 
And then old, as I got older, like I, you know, I've seen this movie a new number of times throughout the, like my lifetime, but I remember watching it at one point and thinking like, man, those look really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I learned that. I don't know where I learned it. I think I was watching maybe a special feature on it or something at mm-hmm. some point. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> scary. That's yeah. like, who knows? Like you could contract a disease or something from that. That's awful. I'm sure oh, they I got clean to, dead bodies. Apparently, I need to go watch this movie. It's good, man. Mm-hmm. It's like I said. I've only terrifying. seen the remake, so yeah. it's very good. You should definitely check it out. Hmm. Yeah. But for my other one that I was really thinking about was it's kind of a good and bad impact on me. It was a goofy movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what the hell? Just, just <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. This came out when, what was it, 95? So I was like seven or eight years old. And I remember watching it. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fit anywhere. <laughs> you were scared. <laughs> okay. But uh, so I remember watching this and thinking like, oh, this is going to be a great show. And then it's Goofy. And then his son does not want to do anything with Goofy. He just wants to go to this rock concert, Powerline. And so, and he wants to, you know, impress this girl. And then Goofy's just trying to be a good dad and having fun with this kid before he goes off to college and stuff. And the kid's a jerk to his dad. And then the whole way through, and he's like altering their trip and just kind of being a butthole to his dad. I thought, even at that young of age, like, why is he being so mean to him? Like, why is Max being a jerk? And then he's just trying to stand out above the crowd. (laughs) Even if he's got to shout out loud. <laughs> so I remember. Might be the only thing you see. Wow. <laughs> got to stand out until you notice him, bro. So I remember seeing that and be like, I don't. <laughs> Zach's about to cry. <laughs> it's like the worst thing in the entire world. I could have sang it. wasn't it. that bad. I could have sang it. I subtly just quoted the lyrics. Yeah. But, Great uh, plug. Good plug. Yeah. But uh, I remember just feeling bad for Goofy and being like, I don't want to be a jerk kid like that. Like, I want to be able to, like, talk to my parents and stuff and be able to, like, communicate with them what I need and what I am feeling instead of just being like, you're so stupid and trying to get my own way. And so, on the other hand, like, I get it, like, as a parent now and, you know, as a kid, like, going through that and being like, no, just shut up, leave me alone, let me go do what I want instead of what you want. Uh, but now as a parent, it's just like, yeah, man, I want to do these things with you because I remember you as this little person. I want to do these fun things with you that you used to enjoy and stuff. And you know, it gets hard when they grow up. Like you were saying with Paw Patrol, mm-hmm. Jackson, went, he was hate. I shouldn't say hates Paw Patrol. He does not want to watch Paw Patrol anymore. It's kind of sad. It's like, but you loved all those little right? pups. <laughs> but, I mean, you go through phases and stuff, and it's hard. And so it's just that movie has something for everyone as an adult as a kid like it's great but so it's kind of good and sad but it made an impact on me to not be a butthole kid and for the most part it's pretty good i like that movie yeah i mean i just pulled some lyrics out of uh, who knows how long <laughs> since i saw that movie the last yeah. time <laughs> movie's a good movie all right pickle what you got all right what's, so what's your negative outlook on life um, so when I was thinking about negative outlooks, I was thinking like, I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier, you know, yeah. is it just a movie that I really dislike or 
because of the acting and the performances or, yeah. you know, maybe I just hated the story or whatever, but, you know, it's got to be something that impacted me negatively yeah. or something, right? And um, so I kind of... Uh, I picked. I kind of also have two movies. Yeah. Although the second one is kind of like, I guess it's also just my my in the middle movie, a movie that I just really love, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess my first negative movie would be, and you could substitute really any film like this essentially, but the one that I saw the most recently was the movie Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah, about those, um, basically the- just these black guys who get. Yeah, black teenagers, right? Or no, they're not teenagers. They're like college students. Yeah, well, they're Isn't it? so. I don't remember the entire backstory. I know one of them. One of them is like a musician or something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they just go to this hotel for like a party or something. And there's a shooting somewhere nearby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they the police like lock down the block and they're going mm-hmm. like door to door and they find these black guys and just assume that they're guilty essentially. And it's basically a movie. It's based on a true story yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff that actually happens, but. And I, I think the the movie is good and it has mm-hmm. good performances in it. It's well written and I own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll probably never watch it again because I just don't. It's different when I know something is real. Like it's depressing. There's movies out there like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. where it's based on a real serial killer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or multiple serial killers or yeah. whatever. But because of that, there's like a separation of like. Fiction and nonfiction, really Hollywood. It you know, up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But when it's like a direct recounting or telling of like something that happened, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And yeah, they're going to take their, you know, liberties yeah. and change things for the movie, maybe dramatize it up a little bit, but stuff like that, where it's just something absolutely despicable and horrible that happens to someone. Yeah. I just have a hard time with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't see how people could be so heartless and like knowingly hateful you know, and <laughs> Look I'm not at trying... what's going on today. I know it's just crazy. I, so I made this pick before that, yeah. those things happened. Yeah. You know, and so now it's just extremely topical because it just mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, but and I mean, you know, these last I guess year, two years or whatever, it seems like maybe longer topic. than that. It comes up again and again and again, yeah. and it's just it's awful. You know what I mean? And like. If it happens to anyone, I mean, in this case, this movie happens to be about the same kind of racist violence that just took place. Yeah. But just in general, I'm, I don't know. I just think it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a downer. It shouldn't for happen sure. to anybody. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the fallout afterwards from it is just, you know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Yeah. So I just I have a hard time with it. It makes me sad, yeah. <laughs> depressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, uh, Especially when you think about, like, the people left behind afterwards to pick up the pieces. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just terrible. See, that's how I get. I mean, I know this is more of a love story movie, but I, I get that same way during the war parts of, like, Pearl Harbor. Or, and I know, I get, I get it's that. It's only a love story because of you and Michael Bay. I know. But, I mean, it's it's more of the, the, the recounting of the war parts. Sure. Yeah, the bombings and, and same See, and thing with that, Midway. Like, and So for me, be, like that movie, again, it, that whole romance and those characters are made up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, all that stuff happened. Those The bombings and that that battle took yes. place or invasion or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like for me, I guess because it's just faceless people exploding on the screen. Yeah. It doesn't have the same weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I, I, I more so just get 
frustrated and it, it makes me think about the times back then or even like watching depictions of the Holocaust yeah, and stuff same like thing. that. Yeah, same like thing. It, it's, it's Boy in the striped pajamas, yeah, yeah, Schindler's I mean, List, the exact same it, thing. It's yeah. faceless people almost in a sense where it's Hollywood or, you know, there might be some real people in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it gets me, it's, it's not upsetting to the point where I'm never going to watch the movie again or it yeah. affects me truly, you know, deeply down to my core. But at the same time, like I... I get frustrated. Like I, I get mad. I get frustrated. Like, My emotions are all over the place. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. A, a lot of World War Two movies hit hit that button. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I think, I don't know. It really just depends. Like for me, you know, you're saving. For me, Saving Private Ryan is a great movie. I could watch it right after this podcast, probably. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a long movie, so <laughs> I can't watch it like multiple right. times a year yeah. for me it's like i can watch it after this but i'm just saying like if i watched it it's going to be another couple of years before yeah. i see it again mm-hmm. you know whereas like there are some movies where like this i just i'm you feel crappy in the end yeah you don't i watch feel it. bad after i watched yeah. it and mm-hmm. i don't want to watch it again yeah you know because it's, it's just it's emotionally draining yeah it really is um but other movies like that, specifically Sophie's Choice. Have you guys ever seen that? I haven't seen that one. So that's a movie where they go into some... It's a World War Two, so mm-hmm. a bunch of Jews are brought into this Nazi concentration camp. And what they would do is just like when we talked about that, um, It's a Beautiful Life, mm-hmm. um, how they like took the kids away immediately, and he hides his kid, yeah. you know? Like they were just taking children and killing them. You know what I mean? And that's... I'm sure you guys feel the same way as a parent. You know <laughs> mm-hmm. what I mean? That's hard to watch. You yeah. know? It's so crazy. Yeah, being a parent like changes your outlook on stuff, no, you know? Kidding. But um, in this movie, you have to watch a, basically, a, I don't remember if her husband is there or if she was a single mom or what, but basically the Nazis make her choose which of her children gets to live. And the other one goes immediately to the gas chamber. Jeez. It's awful. Like, how can you watch that? You yeah. know what I mean? And not just feel terrible afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so those movies impact me negatively, I guess, and positively. Because you can, I think, like I said, those movies imprint on you. Yeah. And I think it helps you to learn what things are, you know, truly evil, I guess mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I don't think I could ever make that choice. But, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's horrible. Those movies are horrible. Somebody yeah. else should take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Bring it down, Pickle. Uh, sorry, man. I, took, I, I obviously nailed this part of the assignment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's rough. But, yeah, I can't I can't rewatch movies like that. It's too yeah. hard. I might be able to rewatch It's a Wonderful Life because the ending is happy. Yeah. But, like, the movies where they just leave you so drained at the end of it, like, and it's just... Like I can watch a movie with a negative ending, yeah. You know what I mean, or the you know the bad guy wins or whatever. I find myself often rooting for the bad guy <laughs> in movies. I'm a fan of the heels in general. You know the <laughs> underdog villains don't get to win nearly as much. But again, that's fake characters in yeah. the movie. You know, and when it's you don't really want when the it's Nazis real to win. or something is <laughs> right or something is truly atrocious. I guess I just have a harder time with it. Um. I recover now. I can cover what the other bad movie was. Um, that's not a movie that I like. So I'm going to remove what I said earlier. <laughs> this next movie, it's not a movie that I enjoy also. Um, but have you guys seen Taxi Driver? Yeah. So no. it's an, 
it's one of those movies where basically um, there's this guy and he just does a horrible thing. And to him, it's like it's not a bad thing, yeah. you know. In this movie, I think it's good, and I would own it, but it's a movie that I like wouldn't watch again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like at the end of it, you just—I don't even think I'm drained by the end of it. I just don't like the character at the yeah. end of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I think that to a point, you want to learn to like a character, even mm-hmm. if they're not very redeemable. Like mm-hmm. you can like a good villain, you know, yeah. but this guy, he's the protagonist of the film and he's kind of an anti-hero, I guess. Yeah. But basically what he does is he, he's, I guess, been disgruntled by the society he lives in. And so he decides to enact violence on that society. So he like, he's just a guy who drives a taxi. He's played by Robert De Niro. It's a Scorsese film. Mm-hmm. And he decides that he's going to plot, to murder the mayor of the town or something, yeah, of the city I was totally in New York. Thinking of the wrong movie, I was thinking of like, uh, God, what's his name? Who uh, the Jimmy Fallon and like Queen Latifah? Oh, oh, Taxi. that's just Taxi. Yeah, okay, that's the movie that's I was thinking. Movie. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no. where we're going with this, but all right. <laughs> I don't like that unrated movie. version. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't like that movie because that movie is just not good. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is good, um, and I think it has an important message. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the guy plots to kill the mayor. It goes South. He goes to visit a prostitute and then he played by Jodie Foster and she's like 12 years old or something Mm -hmm. at the time. And realizing that she's a kid, he doesn't want to do anything with her, which is good. Yeah. And then he decides he wants to help her out and support her in some way. And so he like leaves, but then he comes back to like find her pimp and he like, Kills everyone yeah. around. And um, I don't know. It's just the character is just not likable. You know what I mean? Like He's, he's a out, bad guy doing bad things. Yeah. And then he does one, but one good for, thing. He gets yeah. this girl back to her family and mm-hmm. off the streets where mm-hmm. she's become a 12-year-old prostitute yeah. essentially. But like he's just a – he he's a bad person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and nobody's perfect. But this guy, he – plotted to kill the mayor of the city <laughs> and was going to do other horrific things. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I don't like this movie is the same reason I didn't like that new Joker film. It's the same movie. Just yeah. they kill a different person. Yeah. Like at the end of the Joker, he kills De Niro instead of De Niro <laughs> killing everybody else. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe it has something important to say, but I just think those movies are the same movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, I just don't like the characters by the end of them. They're extremely unlikable. You know, I don't know. I don't like what they're about. (laughs) So, Zach, maybe if you're one of those guys, you don't just do you. (laughs) You (laughs) Find something uh, constructive to do with your time. That's what I say. (laughs) Pick up a hobby. I don't know. (laughs) Paint some watercolors. Touche. Yeah. Anyway, you can do your next movie now. (laughs) So the next part is just any movie with any significance to your life or whatever you might find redeemable. And this is kind of a a two-parter for me that I was thinking about. I couldn't decide which way to go. And so I'm going to go both ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we make up our own rules. We do. Here. We make up our own rules. Um, so the first part is, um, it's, it's, I've discussed this many a time. In fact, we had the, the discussion on it, what, like a couple of weeks ago when we did Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, 
the movie what constitutes a bad movie. No, <laughs> uh, I'm just, just kidding. The movie, uh, the movie Con Air, okay, um, has my dad in it. Yeah, and that has always been something um, in my life that, for whatever reason, because my brothers like could really care less. Yeah, and it's always been something that I've been proud of because it's like I'm a big movie buff, and I can turn around and say. My dad's been in a movie. <laughs> even if it's just a background part, but it's something like even even I thought about, you know, like it was the fun, that little joy of showing my kids, you know, yeah. that part of the movie. And them, oh, my gosh, that's grandpa. And, you know, and it's even parts. It's it's kind of a, a, a living memory. Yeah. In a sense of, you know, my dad, you know, one day he won't be here, you know, and something mm-hmm. I can look back on and. And something like that. But it's also kind of one of those things that really started my love of movies. Yeah. Because, you know, my dad is, you know, here, my dad's in a movie. And I'm like, oh, my movie's great. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. And which kind of uh, leads into my second part uh, about just movies in general. Um, I know you guys give me a a lot of crap about my (laughs) movie choices. Um, But making better choices. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it movies in general. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's my getaway. Yeah. I, it's your happy place. It it is. It's, it is. It's my happy place. And if I'm going to watch a movie, if, (laughs) if I'm going to spend, I have no clue. Fight club. Oh, you know, if I'm going to spend two hours watching a movie, talk about it. You know, I'm going to find a way to get entertained by it. Yeah. And I could literally be, you know, this is kind of how I, I view movies. I could literally be having like one of the worst days, worst weeks, be stressed out, you know, this or that, you know, I'm stressed about money or family issues or whatever's going on. And I can literally sit down and watch a movie, invest my two hours into that. And I can forget about the cares of the world. Yeah. And that's what movies are to me. Recharge your batteries, lose yourself in the story. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's why and that's why a lot of these movies I can just take them for face value and enjoy them for what they are. And a lot of movies I can look deeper into them and other movies, you know, I could like I said, I can just take them for face value. You know, like just to throw it off the bat, you guys always give me a hard time about uh Bruckheimer, not Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, what's his name? Michael Bay. There you go, Michael Bay. His don't BFF. act like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just slipped my mind. It did. <laughs> um, I take his movies. A lot of them are for face value. Yeah, they're just entertaining, good, fun movies. He's got a heart tattoo on his arm that says ZV plus MB <laughs> inside of a heart. One day I will. <laughs> One day I will. Um, but it's, you know, I, I can take those movies for face value, be entertained and actually come out really enjoying them. See, even and with the bad ones that we make fun of, I, I like them when they're bad too, because they're fun. It's just like, this is absurd. <laughs> See, and I don't look at that portion of it. I don't care how absurd it might look. Yeah. I don't, I don't think about that. I'm just like, shark. Oh, oh, no, you don't. Explosions. <laughs> Cool explosions. <laughs> Spoken like a true Michael Bay fan, right there. <laughs> Just gonna say that's why he's a number one director. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that would be does I make money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, and that's that's kind of where where I I'm at. You know, we're all we're all finished the night with my movies. Is you know, movies to me, they're just my getaway. Yeah, they're my my solace. My you know, I can watch other movies like how we just talked about, like where I'll finish it and I'll be like, all right, I've got to watch something else. I've got to get out of this funk because it yeah, it can tear you down. It can tear your soul apart a little bit. You know, watching some of those movies and but. Nice. I love my movies. Yeah. And I love Michael Bay. <laughs> Hear that, Kara? That's he didn't not even the you. first time he's whispered his name <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> it's at least the third time. Oh, man. Um, for me, just, just my... going to start randomly. Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay. Uh, I'll m- turn your microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> my movies, I just absolutely just... Love one of them would be Deadpool. I just okay. love Deadpool. The it's, first one, yeah, first one's better. I think it's I like just both, but you, yeah, they're both good. But I think I don't know. The first one just is it for me. It's so funny. There's so many gags in it all the time. Just and Ryan Reynolds is funny, and I like the character of Deadpool. And it's stupid humor and it's mindless, but it's really funny. And sometimes <laughs> it's intellectual humor as well. Yeah, I don't think those movies are. They're not necessarily bad. that mindless, though. No, I think they're great <laughs> yeah. movies. Um, but it's funny because he he jokes about it in the films. Like, the first one's a romance. Yeah. The second one is a, fam- a movie about family or whatever. Mm-hmm. But those movies truly are what he says they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's just so much that goes into these films. And they're just really good and funny and stupid. And it's a good way for me to escape, like Zach was saying. And... Um, when I was trying to think of the favorite ones I wanted to do, I started thinking of, like, Rat Race. I absolutely love Rat Race. It's a race. <laughs> and that's, that's one of those I'm shows. Weaning, I'm weaning. <laughs> that I, I want to do a... Oh. Well, well. <laughs> that I just want to cover because I love watching that show. I want to watch it again and again. And I was thinking about that one, and then I was thinking Galaxy Quest. And, like, there's so many good... Films in it's just so much fun to watch, and those are oh, Galaxy Quest. Tim Allen. Yes. That took me a minute. Yeah. Oh man. I have Weaver not seen Alan that Rickman. in a long time. Yeah. Actually, so you know, Ray and Wilson's in that. Mm-hmm. The really? Dwight Schrute is in that movie. Yeah, and hmm. Justin Long. So. Oh yeah, he's the nerd. Yeah, it's one of his early things. Yeah, so. I forgot he's in that. So there's, you know, those movies are just so great, and they're just funny. So I don't. know. I always go back to the comedies that I want to watch. Like I'll be flipping through Netflix or HBO or whatever, and just like, what do I want to watch? And I'll, like, look through actions, like, no. Look through comedies, and like, yes. Mm-hmm. I always find a comedy mm-hmm. instead of, like, a sci-fi or something, unless it's, like, a funny sci-fi. So. Like Evolution, which we reviewed oh, a few man. weeks ago, and you guys should go back and listen to that episode, because it's great. Yeah. If you don't, you are a humorless ice queen. <laughs> I take that's off a movie. It's off that movie. That movie, is it? Yeah, we covered it in the in the podcast. About oh, that's right. And then that scene. Yeah, right after that's it, right. Oh, okay. Ira, Ira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ira. <laughs> anyway, so those are like my three favorites. That I'll go to all the time. I just I love them no matter what. Like, all right, let's sit down and watch a movie. Deadpool, Galaxy Quest, Rat Race. Those are guaranteed. Rat Race is a killer movie. Yeah, Rat dude. Race. That whole movie is a one line. Just 
everything's hilarious, no matter uh, what. Pulls up in front of the World War II veteran. <laughs> the mark on his thing. <laughs> 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 He's trying to tell him what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy shoots at him. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls up in Hitler's car. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That character Hitler's is so funny, Barbie, too, because it? they get to the... Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Hitler's actual car. Oh, yeah, it was. Car, yeah, because they had found Ava Braun's uh, lipstick. Uh-huh. lipstick under the seat. <laughs> she daughter's put, putting it she, on. No, the mom's putting it on. Yeah. <laughs> It's John Lovitz's cover character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His character is funny, too, because they're, like, at the hotel. And he's, <laughs> he's just, like, on this family stuff. vacation that he does not want to be on. <laughs> and the kids are, like, hopping back and forth between the beds, and then they just collide <laughs> in the middle. That was the first place I ever learned the term prairie dog. I was about to say that, actually. <laughs> Dad, I'm prairie dog. What? what? You know, when the prairie dog sticks his head in and out of the hole? <laughs> I just love how it's a zoomed up picture the car going down the highway just i hate you i hate you (laughs) the next scene is the cops cleaning off his windshield (laughs) (laughs) oh man this show's hilarious Uh, it's so good there's a lot of good stuff (laughs) yeah look for those movies to be covered probably coming in episode soon yep (laughs) um so for me just a movie that i really like um I started rewatching it last night, but I was too late. And then I was like, if I get home early enough today, I might be able to finish it. And then I did not do that. <laughs> um, got here to record this episode, and Thomas is waiting for me. <laughs> you tell me a time, I'll be there at a time. <laughs> not me. I'll be about 15 minutes late. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, uh, this movie is V for Vendetta. Dude, I was actually going to pick that for our next movie. Yeah. So Man. this movie, I mean, it really could go either way. You know what I yeah, mean? Really it really could, could impact you negatively or positively. You've never um, seen this, have you, Zach? Yes, I have. Okay, I thought you hadn't. No, I. That's why I was excited. I watched to pick it. it. I watched it recently, like oh, within okay. the past couple of months. Because remember, I bought that three pack of Viva oh, Vendetta Hugo Weaving and or whatever. No, it was just it? was a. It just was a random three pack. It had you Viva just Vendetta, have three random movies in it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The Watchmen, and there was a third one. I oh yeah, the, was. the comic book pack or whatever yeah so yeah um but uh i don't know it's just i mean you can learn a lot of things from this movie you know how i guess other people's actions and stuff can impact you and yeah a nation the atrocities people are willing to go through go make a sacrifice yeah yeah and yeah how committed to you to an idea are you, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, what are you willing to give up to achieve your goals yeah. and those kinds of things. And, um, I don't know. I find the main character V just so compelling because he's kind of an anti-hero. He's the hero of our film, Yeah, but he's also the he's villain, villain, you know, the I mean? rest of the nation. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he, you know, he has a, a message he's trying to get across and he wants to free the people and give them mm-hmm. their freedoms back. And the movie portrays it like, yes, everyone's on his side, though. That's, there's going to be people on both sides of the yeah. fence. There always is. You know what I mean? So that might not necessarily be the case, though I do think the movie benefits from the way that they tell the story, you know? Mm-hmm. And then just you find out how he became the person he is. Yeah. But at the same time, I love, like... They never reveal who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they never take the mask off, um, which I know a lot of people think is cheesy about that. Like, at the very end when Natalie Portman kisses him and 
He's yeah. still got the mask on, so she kisses the yeah. mask. But he says, even so, the person that he used to be is gone. I was going to say, that's know? who he that's is. That's not though. who he, he is. is. that mask. Now he is. No, well, the mask well, is just a representation but yeah. But of yeah, that's what he's he trying is. to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think that he's not Guy Fox. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's but, what I mean. That's why he's the mask. He is that. Right, character. he's not right. He's just not who he used mm-hmm. to be. He's what he stands for, you know. He's the idea. Exactly. Yeah, and so um, I don't know. It's just I think it's a, I guess for lack of a better word, it's a really like beautiful movie. You know, yeah. this a lot of movies they it seems like they build and then like they hit their crescendo or their like high point of the mm-hmm. film. You know, um, and then they kind of like cool down towards the ending or not. But this movie is like a roller coaster. Like it starts off uh, with like that news report, you know, the guy is on TV bashing the, I don't don't even remember what he calls it, but he has some derogatory term for the US of A basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Ulcered sphincter of Mm Osserica. Yeah, that's what he calls it. (laughs) And then, um, you know, he's just, saying all this stuff and the the film is bouncing back and forth between Natalie Portman getting ready and V getting ready. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that we see is the world through um V's eyes without the mask on. Yeah. Because then he puts it on and we we see like the inside of the mask coming towards the camera, you know? Mm-hmm. And from the rest of the movie, we basically see everything from his point of view, which is really interesting, you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's just it's a killer movie, man. Like it opens up with a bang and he blows up the Bailey yeah. building after saving Natalie Portman from these despicable, I guess, kind of police yeah, officer characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then after that, he invades the television building and like mm-hmm. with a bomb and puts all these innocent workers at risk and stuff, yeah. you know? And then before you know it, he's capturing Natalie Portman and she goes through her transformation and, the way that her transformation ends on the rooftop in the rain and stuff is just, that's such a good build, yeah. you know, to that moment of the film. Like you, you're thinking like at that point, you're thinking like, this is it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then through the research of the police officers, you find out how V became the person that he is and with all the fire and stuff. And then yeah. there's another big point, And then obviously the ending with another building blowing up. <laughs> but like this movie is just like, it's so good at just building more high points, I yeah. guess, off of what else has happened from different people's perspectives. And it's interesting that they follow Natalie Portman and V and this detective through the film because they all have a different point of view on what's happening. Yeah. And like the detective guy, like he works for the evil government and he doesn't agree with everything they've done. But at first he's on their side, but as he's learning about how he's trying to find out who V is. Yeah. He discovers all of these horrendous atrocities that the government has committed and this genocide and killing off innocent people and children and parents and like mm-hmm. all these horrific acts that they've done. And so you learn to sympathize for V, but at the same time he is doing those horrific things to this it's just girl a, who yeah. lived through that hell as a child and then grew up. And because of what he does to her, she comes out of it a better person, a smarter person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I guess I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it shows like how someone can impact another person's life. And yeah, you know, what do you do with that information and you know how it's changed you or whatnot. But 
Plus, it's awesome. It has cool fight scenes. <laughs> and the script is really well written. All the dialogue is cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that movie for me. I like it. I think all of these movies we talked about were really good. You definitely watch all of them, really. Yeah. And then send us your list of impactful movies, good and bad. And yeah. Something you just like. Yeah, was there a movie that truly changed your life? Or like a specific yeah. moment in film that did? I'd be interested for to us, know those moments. Yeah, they're, I don't know. Like, maybe some were heavier once I thought about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But others, not so much. Or maybe mm-hmm. a whole film or whatever. It'd mm-hmm. be interesting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I learned, this is entirely off subject, but I learned that John Wick was actually supposed to be named Scorn, but the character was John Wick, and Keanu Reeves went out and did publicity, like free publicity, calling it John Wick instead of Scorn. It's a way better name. Way better. (laughs) There would not be three movies, four now, going on. Yeah, I think they're going to make the fourth one. Yeah, they're making the fourth one. Scorn. Scorned. Scorned again. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? be like bad 90s series. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It reminds me of The Office, Michael Scarn. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, office is great. You jump to the left and shake that hand, and you jump to the right, and shake that <laughs> hand. Make new friends, tie some yarn. That's how you do the scar. <laughs> oh man, that show is so good. I don't know if I could ever. I mean. Maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times over the last few years, but like right now, I cannot bring myself to watch another episode of that show. Man. <laughs> I love it; it's a great show, but yeah, it's just I don't know. Man. That's the way it was with me. I watched it when it first came out, and then waited it was a few on years, Netflix watched forever, it again, and I've yeah. seen it multiple times now mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah, because I wasn't into that show when it first came out. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember being um, at a like a a work function thing down in Salt Lake. And uh, meeting one of my favorite guitar manufacturers in real life, which was pretty awesome. And on the TV in there was some episode of The Office at the time. And I was just like, I wonder why people like that show so much. I don't (laughs) don't know. I've never watched it. That's how I am with a lot of shows, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't watch them when they're on TV. Like, um, It makes it easier to binge when you don't. Yeah, I guess so. Like, uh, I didn't get into, oh, man, Breaking Bad until after, like, two seasons that already aired or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did that with Dexter. Yeah. When I got into Dexter, the show was basically over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the last season hadn't been added for streaming wherever at the time, yeah. but I eventually just watched the whole thing. Um, but yeah, other shows like uh, community, I'd mm-hmm. never seen that show and now it's on Netflix and I watched it for the very first time and it was great up until about season five of yeah episode <laughs> five of season five. And then after that, it went downhill pretty quick. But, uh, I don't know, just shows in general. Parks and Rec, I was the same way. I watched the whole thing on Netflix. I just don't watch shows when they're new-ish. Yeah. Because, when I, you know what? It's because when I do, they get canceled. Stop watching shows. <laughs> <laughs> you say one of those was that 70s show for me. Yeah, that was on TV. I saw a lot of it when it was on television. Yeah, me too. I saw a couple episodes here and there, but I ended up like, Watching it all the way through, I don't know if it's on Netflix still, but it was at one point. I think it, it is, took yeah. a nosedive yeah. for the last two really seasons. Was last season. Yeah. It was a it's one the last season. season. Yeah, Topher Grace and uh, what's his name? Uh, Danny Masterson? Or, no, Topher, or Fez? Uh, no, um, I can't remember. The funny one, the, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. They both leave mm-hmm. and get replaced by one person, basically. Yeah. And it just was a horrible, yeah, horrible season. 
Is that who it is? Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't it no. Seth Meyers? No, I can't remember who it was. It was this other guy that they tried to make him look like Ashton Kutcher, but also be the love affair for Donna. You know, that's going to bug me. I can't you know, that show, is. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but they did so much work setting up like the love angle and like the love story between Mila Kunis and Hyde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they come yeah, back from that season it. and they just wrote it off like, eh, it was just a fling. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But I think people would have stayed interested in the show had they just shifted the focus to those two characters. Yeah. I truly do. Yeah. Because you really care about those guys by that point in the show. Yeah. So. Exactly. Josh Myers. Isn't that who it is? Let me see. Seth Myers' brother. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, why Josh I was Myers. it was. Yeah. yeah. They bring him into it and it just yeah, it went was not downhill good. real quick. But. Did, did you ever watch that 80s show? No, I did. Yes. That was funny. My mom actually liked it, and she hated like all the other stuff because it was too much sex and whatever. So I don't really remember that show at all. It was funny, I just though. remember like snippets of the very the one maybe episode I saw. Uh, yeah, I was gonna so, say it was only on one season, maybe two at most. Yeah, but that was a funny show. But you guys got anything else? No. All right. Mm-hmm. Follow just, us. Uh, oh, well, I was gonna say I want to put a shout out to. My buddy John for oh, this yeah, episode. We, we should have said that at the beginning. I thought yeah. you did. <laughs> I, I thought I did too, but then I started thinking back and I was like, I don't think I did. But, you know, shout out to one of my friends, John. He uh, came up with this episode for us. He's the one that asked us to put it together. And I felt like it was, uh, it was a good idea. It was a good idea. Really good episode. Yeah. I was honestly so. worried about how this episode was going to go because I didn't write any <laughs> notes down or anything. I was just like, yeah, I'll remember all this because <laughs> I was thinking about it. You made Pickle cry, John. I know. <laughs> nah, just a couple of tiny little crocodiles. Which he'll, <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll probably actually, if, when he listens to this, he'll probably be along with you. Those are his favorite movies is those mm-hmm. those type of uh, movies, you know, Boy in Striped Pajamas. And I think, the, the, what is it, the, what's the one, gosh, about the guy who's trying to save everybody with the Holocaust, uh, you mentioned Schindler's earlier, list. yeah, Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of his favorite movies. Mm. Um, in fact, he's tried to get me to watch it many times, and I've just yet to watch it. I yeah, don't know why? So because it's foreign, you have to read. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's because it's half of it's because I it's it's about a three hour movie. It's I like two and a right. half or yeah, something. It's a little bit longer. I just haven't had the, I just haven't gotten the time to sit down and watch it. Yeah, it's a good one, but I've heard it's good. But he'll. Um, some of the movies you were talking about like that, uh, what is it, Sophie's Choice? Yeah. I guarantee you he's probably watched that, and he's probably like going, oh, oh that's a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, good movie, a, but... It's a great movie. Good but movie, but... You can't watch yeah, it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, but those are his type of movies, and I'd be surprised if that's... He doesn't connect in that same way. Hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well... Follow us on Instagram for updates and stuff, and then send us a message on there if you want to, or at excellentmovieadventures at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter. Rate and review us everywhere you can. Um, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. It's there. Sometimes Zach does stuff on Facebook. It's slowly Twitter, updated. Excellent movie pod, right? Yep. And that's all we got, I think, this week. Come say hi. Yep. We'll say hi back. Yep. yep. But right now we're saying bye-bye. Are we? Yeah, we're oh. done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said bye-bye. Ciao. In case we don't see you.
Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Ooh. Zach, that's how it goes. Shut up. <laughs> I will never let you live that down. I know. Screwing it up. I love that movie too much. <laughs>